Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Welcome to From the Stairs, your one-stop shop podcast for insider access and in-depth interviews with your favorite Billiken coaches and players. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter at Billiken Podcast for the latest news on future episodes. Now, here is your host, Billiken Athletic Director, Chris May. Welcome back, Millican fans. It's uh, great to have you back with us. We are, uh, we're thrilled to have Fred Thatch Jr. with us today. He doesn't need much of an intro, but I'm going to give him the intro anyway. Um, Fred uh, from Sykeston Moe. He's a redshirt sophomore sports business. He's got his undergraduate degrees, working on his MBA um, in the shape at school of business. He's done an awesome job academically and athletically. I, I often talk to Fred that, uh, let's not forget he had the big rebound in Brooklyn and, uh, he's had a lot of big rebounds since then. And I couldn't be more happy to be talking with Fred this, today, especially coming off of his first career double, double. I was shocked by that Fred. Cause I felt like you've had like 20 double doubles as well as you played. And, uh, and I couldn't be more proud of how you're, how you're helping lead our team and so uh and we're obviously on a big on a big run you've won six in a row um what's your role on this team and how do you work with coach board and uh, the leadership on this team to help our team continue to improve and compete you know um a big role that i have on this team is you know my experience you know i've been here for a very long time and a lot of the younger guys, you know, they look up to me. You know, I would say I'm pretty respected on the team. So, you know, just leading by example more than anything, um, even if it's off the court, just, you know, talking to the guys, telling them, you know, get to study hall, get to class on time, you know, do the small things, get the weights on time, make sure you do this, do that. In a way, I kind of feel like the grandpa of the team. <laughs> but, you know, but then it's like on the court too, you know, just bringing energy, you know, leading by example on defense and then offensively just, you know, letting the game come to me. But um, um, I, I love Team Blue. You know, I love our team. So, like, you know, I just try to lead by example and then just lead in the right way because, you know, when I was a freshman, I was coming in, I had great leaders before me. So more than anything, I just don't want to let them down. And um, I just want the cycle to continue. Fred, you mentioned something really interesting. The the team blue and the chemistry on this team right now seems as good as I've seen in a long time. How how has that evolved and how does everybody take on their roles to help make that happen? You know, um coming in it was it was different. You know, it wasn't I wouldn't say it was a smooth transition. I mean, we had a lot of different pieces. I mean, you got like Jordan. Um, Jordan Nesbitt, he's he's a special kind of guy. And then you got guys like, you know, Gibson, Jimerson. Then you got emotional guys like Franco, Francis. So, I mean, like, our team has a lot of different different pieces. And, you know, then we had a lot of transfers come in, DeAndre, uh, Rashad, Williams. So, it's like we had a lot of different pieces that we needed to put together. And I think that's what makes our team so great. You know, um, as far as leadership-wise, Yuri, for example, Yuri is that guy who he doesn't say much, but you respect what he do because he does it so well. Like how he plays basketball, you know, like 
he's extremely talented and like people listen to him even when he's not speaking. Yep. You have like Martin. He's 100% the vocal leader. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, he put, he put guys in their places and, you know, um, he really loves his game and he lets that be known. I mean, like if guys are slacking at practice, you know, he has, you know, Martin's going to get on you regardless of the situation. And then, <laughs> and then you have me, you know, like I'm kind of a vocal leader. More than anything, like my passion and my love just for like doing things the right way. I feel like that really rolls over with the team. And then you have guys like Javante Perkins, you know, uh, he uh, he had the knee injury, but like still in the locker room, he's encouraging guys. He's talking to guys. He's trying to get people, get, get our players to grow. Young players, me, myself, Yuri, like it's just the vibe, the energy that this team has is, is a really good energy and it's a really good vibe. And we, we truly do love each other. And you can see it on the court, how we play offensively, defensively, and we understand everybody's strengths and everybody's weaknesses. And I think that's really one big factor that uh, is helping this team be successful right now. Fred, I think, I think you're right. I think there's so many different strengths and everybody plays their role, right? Like you, you talk about Yuri, is there a better person of leading by example than Yuri Collins? If there is, <laughs> let me know. I've never seen one. Um, but to your point, everybody plays their role and the collective and what, what Coach Ford and the group have been able to do to put all those pieces together and have everybody grow together, it's been a pretty amazing transformation that's happened pretty quickly. Right. I agree with you. It, uh, from my perspective, that's what one – okay, so you mentioned your game a little bit. Um, you Your turn – I don't want to say you're turning into, but you're, you've become one heck of a lockdown guy at times defensively. And everybody talks about everything, but I got to tell you, when you guarded the big guy, at George Mason, and you, <laughs> I mean, you made some monstrous defensive plays late in that game, but you've made a lot of those all year. Um, how do you focus on what is obvious, great defensive strengths? How do you use those defensive strengths to set the tone for your game and then just take you the other way on the offensive end. You know, um, that's, you make a great point. Um, so basically every single game that I come in, in my head, I know I got a guard, you know, um, here lately I've been in the starting lineup and, you know, I really like to talk to the guys about, look, the first three or four possessions is going to set the tone. If a team come out, they hit a three, they get an offensive rebound, they get a dunk, that entire game, they're going to feel comfortable. But, the first couple of possessions, you really get in a guy, you make him work, he get a turnover, you know what I'm saying? We get a layup, we get a three. Now we got the energy, we got the momentum. So like, that's how I like to play my game. You know, offensively, often I let that come to me. You know, coach tell me I need to be more aggressive at times, but you got guys like Jay Nez, Gibson, you don't gotta worry about scoring. We're gonna score all the points we need. But right. defensively, I try to really focus on locking my man up and setting the tone and making him feel uncomfortable. And um, personally with me, it starts with personnel. I mean, like, um, we're really good on this team about personnel. But, like, me personally, I focus on every single guy because, I mean, we do a lot of force switching. And at this point, I'm guarding point guards, shooting guards, centers. I'm guarding it all right now. So, at this point, I got to know every single body on the roster. So, like, just knowing personnel and just really focusing on, focusing on what that person likes to do, where his spots what hand he likes to use, like that's things that I really try to focus on. And so like when I know him, when I'm guarding him, I'm locked in. He don't stand a chance. I know all his favorite moves. 
Like I really focus hard on personnel. I, I was blessed to go uh, to George Mason with y'all, and I noticed a um, a, a more uh, substantive uh, conversation when you guys watched film, and guys were totally locked in on personnel and and all the tendencies. Have you spent more time focusing on video this year than in the past? Oh or- yes, for sure, for sure. You know, and honestly. I think that comes with maturity because like when I first got, when I first got here, uh, when we were traveling and stuff, I, I remember the Javon best and he always watched film. Like whoever he was guarding, he watched so much film. And like, I always used to be like, bro, like you're watching a lot of film. <laughs> like, like, you've been watching film this entire time. And like, at the time I really didn't understand the importance of film, like for yourself and you know what I'm saying? Watching your opponents it really does help because, I mean, like, every guy has tendencies and have different moves that he want to get to. And, like, if you really focus in on personnel, it makes the game so much easier for you. So, like, since, um, like, now I watch personnel a lot. You know, I have Brad send me a lot of clips. Um, so, like, I like to just get a whole lot of clips from two or three games of that person just strictly offense, strictly defense. And Brad does a great job of doing that for us and splitting it up. He's, he's amazing at what he does. He make our job a lot easier. So, yes, personnel is big. And I think it comes with maturity. As you grow, as you understand college basketball more, you definitely will watch more personnel. Uh, well, I feel better because it's what it looked like. It's what it looked like, and the results show on the court big right. time. Yeah. You talked you talked about the game last night against LaSalle. You talked about I, I read where you talked about the coaches challenging you challenging you to rebound mm-hmm. and how you watched your personnel to learn to learn what position you gotta be in to get a body on them to block out. There was one there was one uh transition especially. You miss, you miss, you block out, ball gets tipped, you get the ball at your at your feet and go up and score right away. Pure <laughs> block out. Pure block out score, was that not? It was. It definitely was. Um, that's crazy because I haven't been doing the best at boxing out, which I'm a strong guy, but I'm giving up a lot of inches sometimes when I'm guarding these bigger guys. And, like, the small details matter. So, you know, Coach Ray, he really – he called me to the office and he challenged me, like, look, you're extremely athletic. You're very strong. We're about to get this boxing out figured out. And it's crazy because uh, we went over it the day before we left to go to LaSalle. Probably about 30, 40 minutes we went over film. And it really helped me. I mean, like, uh, he stays on me now. He said he's going to stay on me every game now to really focus on rebounding. Defensive rebounding more than anything. Offensive rebounding, it comes to second nature for me. I always crash. Pack the ball. But defensively, I got to get more in the mindset because I'm just so leak up. Like playing with Haas and Goody and just – I always just could leak out a little bit. I never really had the defensive rebound. But, like, now I'm really starting to pick it up more. So, hopefully I get a – a lot more 10 plus rebounds. You could tell you you put a body on somebody and you were getting these rebounds right down low. You, didn't, you, didn't, you weren't even going up for them. They were coming to you because you had such a great blockout. Yeah, so. Which like was I'm super cool. Okay, yeah. one, one last question. Uh, it appears as though you're becoming, you and your team are becoming more confident by the game. Uh, is that because uh, more attention to detail and more understanding everybody's roles as it comes together? Or, or is that not the case? Because it looks like you all, everybody has a lot of confidence in each other mm-hmm. to make the play. You know, um, I feel like there's two factors involved when it comes to confidence. And first thing first, I want to really just give a shout out to Coach Ford. You know, um, how he acts in the game, you know, uh, he can get a little crazy at times. But, like, he's just a very competitive person. But, like, 
when we're together, when we're talking to him in his office, you know, before games, even after games, when even if he's mad, like he doesn't mind you trying to score. Like Coach Ford loves when his players are confident. Like I, I learned that throughout the years. Like I used to think like, oh, you know, if I miss this shot, like I know I'm coming out. But like now I've learned like that's not how that's not how Coach Ford processes things at all. You can honestly miss every single shot with Coach Ford. And he does not care as long as you go back down that court and you play defense. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing that really makes all of our guys feel comfortable shooting the ball and just playing your game because, you know, yeah, he might shout at you this and that, but it's like this with Coach Ford. He sees something and it just it just goes out one ear, out the other. So, like, that's the first factor, Coach Ford, because he really lets us play our game. And the second, second factor I would say is uh, losing JP, you know, um, a lot of guys really got in the gym. Once uh, we lost him, we knew, like, that's 20, 25 points a game. Coach Ford talked to a lot of us, and, you know, we really put our time in. Like, at this summer and just, like, throughout the season, this is probably one of the, uh, as far as this team, the most i ever seen just people in the gym, just on their own, on their free time. Like, i never seen as many people in the gym. It got to the point where we didn't have enough guns because it's like, yo, we got to have a schedule because everybody want to get in and work. So, I mean, yeah, so, you know, every game, the confidence is getting better for each person, you know. And one good thing about our team is you never know who who night is going to be. I mean, Gibson might give you 30. Wasi give you 30. You know, I might have a 20-point game. Jordan might give you 20. TJ, we just got a lot of different weapons. And we know how to use the weapons. So if one weapon not ready, somebody's going to be ready to go for battle. So, like, that's one thing about this team that I love. Coach Ford, the players, our confidence. But the coaching staff, they all give us confidence. Yeah, it's interesting, Fred, because I talk to Coach Ford all the time about it, and he goes – if they miss it, I just believe the next one's going in. So, and, and to your point, as long as people are playing defense on the other end, he's all good. Yeah. And Fred, I got to tell you, what I was so happy for you, you were so confident when you put that three up at George Mason. I'm like, holy smokes, Fred pulled the trigger fast. And it was nothing but net. It was one, I told I told you, walking off the court, I called you Mr. Yeah. Big Shot. Because that, that was one of the great moments. Key to the battle. And that, but what's fascinating, you made some big time defensive plays right before you hit that. So you made, you had a tip, you were in the middle of it, and then you come down and bury that big shot. And so again, you could tell I get fired up talking about Fred Thatch because uh, you are, uh, you're one of those guys we couldn't be more proud, Fred. You're playing great, you're helping lead our team, and, uh, and you're doing it with great class and uh, the type of values that it t- takes to be a great student athlete and a, and a big time leader. So uh, I want to congratulate you for a job well done. we got a lot of work to do, as you well know. A lot of work. Final, final question. You, you, I, I saw you on TV the other night with Frankie. You talked about one game at a time. When we're going into this stretch right now, as a leader in the team, as one of the leaders, how do you process last night's over? Okay, one game at a time. Every, and, and that's really how the great ones do it. They focus on the next game and nothing else. How do you do that, and how do you help your teammates do that when you guys are playing so well? So um, today when we have practice, the first 15 minutes of practice, we go over post-game of LaSalle. When that 15 minutes is over, that game is over. And I feel like all of my teammates, they understand that because Coach really, he really drilled that in our heads, like this game is over with now. I don't care what you did. Now it's about what you're about to do. So once that 15 minutes is over, it's time to lock in on St. Bunny's. And until that that shot clock, that clock is over with, there's no more time left in the game, then you can enjoy your St. Bunny's win, this, this, and that. 
But then after that, it's on to the next game. Because with the schedule we have, especially since it's conference play, it's like it doesn't stop. I mean, every single day is like the same schedule because especially now because we don't have a break. So um, you just have to, it just comes with maturity. You just have to, you know, enjoy the win. But then you got to know, you got to have that chip on your shoulder and know it's time to get back to work. So like. Fred, I could be more proud and happy for you. You're doing great. Any Anything else you want to share with the Billiken faithful uh, before they get fired up and get in shape at Torino uh, Friday night when we play St. Bonaventure? I don't, but it's a it's a big game, big big game. Last time we played St. Bunnies, it it didn't go our way. So uh, this is a big game for us. Every game uh, is a big game, but this one is even bigger. <laughs> all right, big timer. Thank you, Fred. Have have a great one. We will uh, see you Friday night in Shapens. All right, thank you. Thanks for listening to From the Stands with Billiken Athletic Director Chris May. Subscribe to our podcast in the iTunes Store and have the latest episodes sent straight to your phone. Go Billikens! Financial investments are very important, but so are the investments of time, patience, and encouragement our young athletes receive from their coaches, teachers, and mentors. That's why Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of St. Louis University Billiken Basketball. Contact your local Edward Jones financial advisor for your investment needs by visiting edwardjones.com. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. SIPC.